and you're going too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money You can rely on the old man's money It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway Say money, money won't get you too far, get you too far All right, we're Hall and Snokes, and we're back. And back, welcome back, boys, baby. Hey, <laughs> yep. Uh, me and uh, Matt and Will here are uh, fresh off coming home overseas from from the UK, and we just experienced celebration. So, what uh, what do you guys have to say about that? Fuck, man, it was a lot of fun. It was uh, pretty fucking worn out by the end of it, which I guess is I, pretty usual for that <laughs> from from our previous experiences but yeah man i had a fucking blast yeah no this is this is wild like not only like celebration is awesome on itself and then like this is only the second time i got to go overseas so uh just a wild time like star wars wise yes i got some stuff to say about like just how this celebration compares to like some the previous celebrations but overall like just amazing time I'm on a kind of a roll, like coming down off of a Mandalorian roller coaster that pretty much started with celebration and feels like it's just been going and going until this week. And then, uh, yeah, there's a lot to process there from celebration, not just Star Wars, but also Indiana Jones. And Oh, yeah, there was an indie, indie trailer. Actually, we saw we saw like a good like six minutes of it, right? Yeah, we saw more than six minutes, I think, of of the uh dial of destiny there yeah and for me it's like made me feel that the new film is going to be just a throwback to all the things that we loved about the og indiana jones it felt like it could have been cut right out of the last crusade or even raiders of the lost ark like it was kind of silly but also pretty old school and uh i can't wait Right. I feel like we've talked about it before, but like I've really come around to actually really love Crystal Skull. But even even as somebody who enjoys that movie, I like this looks way better. And uh, yeah, it was definitely. Yeah. Like you said, they showed a pretty long, long clip, like an entire scene, basically yeah. just a really, really long chasing. I mean, uh, but yeah, I guess we should say like we were lucky enough to get into the fucking what what did they call it the lucasfilm showcase yeah yeah just by the digital lottery or what have you but uh yeah i don't know i felt spoiled because me and danny got into that last year at anaheim and then with the obi-wan and all the different you know Andor and everything that was premiering that time and then we just fucking lucked out again this year and got into to that one. I think we also technically got in what was the other one like a the here's, sequel here's villain, villains, yeah, sequel trilogy villains. But like we didn't end up going to that one. But uh, yeah, I mean the big the big one was the the Thursday, right? Because like you said, it was fucking Indiana Jones. It was obviously Mando, um, which actually I was, I was trying to look back through. 
like all the pictures that I took and try to remember like what actually fucking happened in what order because by the end of that like it was like a two and a half hour panel honestly it was like probably one of the longer ones yeah that, that's that we've that we've been to i don't remember it was like close to two plus hours that we were just it was like, over two hours because yeah. like it started officially at 11 and i think it got out close to like 12 mm, i think it got out at 11 30 i think we were like two and a half yeah, it was like two and a half hours, whatever time we got out. Cause I, yeah, I was, I remember just looking at my watch over and over and being like, fuck, they're not going to have time for everything. But then they just kept bringing out more people. And okay, so yeah, it was Andor came out first, the whole cast of Andor, they talked and the, um, was it Tony Gilroy, the showrunner guy? And then they actually, they showed a little bit of a trailer, which I was surprised because like that season, season two is going to be out in like fall of, 2024 yeah <laughs> yeah i mean they clearly so, just cut that together for yeah no no vfx shots just like you know it, people indoors in hallways and type of shit where it's like shots where they didn't need they like they could just fucking turn it around quick but um yeah it was cool they had a ton of the cast there i feel like and uh the thing that i forgot it like 100 percent forgot about going into this was the acolyte because that was yeah. the second thing they came out was uh brought out the cast and the showrunners and all that and uh fucking what is his name Yona Suatomo I'm just happy to be here yeah you just he doesn't really sound anything like Arnold though you just go straight for the Arnold impression because that wasn't quite an Arnold I mean wasn't it I mean he's a Arnold he's a jazz but like I've actually seen it like I think this is like the third or fourth panel I've seen him in, and like he he like embraced like the Chewbacca role, totally. 100%. Oh, that guy was on Cloud Nine. I mean, he be, yeah. basically he's he's a, a Jedi now. I mean, what, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he played because he helped he he teamed with Peter Mayhew in Force Awakens, and yeah. then I think in eight and nine he was the 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 only person playing Chewbacca. But yeah, he's a he's a Wookie Jedi. In yeah. the new in the acolyte, which is dope because we there. What's it in Clone Wars? There's and I guess in Bad Batch too. Gun Gunji or whatever his name is, yeah. a little Padawan, but it's gonna be cool to be like a fucking giant, scary, yeah. full sized Wookie Jedi, Jedi master. We're like, seeing a lot of yeah. wish fulfillment with with Jedi these days with Ahmed Best as well, and it looks like oh yeah, Nathan might be here with us too. You with us, buddy? Yo. I am here. Yo. If you can hear me. Welcome to our third snow. Yo, yo. Is that your picture? Is that your picture? The little fucking uh Anzellan? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, so we're just breaking down some of the reactions from that Lucasfilm showcase and uh talking about our reactions to the acolyte right now. Yeah, and I guess Nate, since you uh weren't at Sorry, celebration. <laughs> you um, I, did, did they mention oh, acolyte? Did you hear any like acolyte info like leak or like come out of that? Because I I know they didn't like stream everything. No, I haven't heard shit. Okay. So didn't did they not release that trailer? No, not at all. And that's that's what oh, I'm like. Oh fuck! I thought that's uh, what it was the ones that they did. That was one of the best things in the yeah whole showcase yeah, yeah, was that yeah. trailer. I thought I just I guess I never went back and looked, but that's one that I assumed that they had released. Maybe I watched a oh, you know what? I think I watched a fucking shitty 
cell phone recording of it on Reddit like the next day. Yeah, and like that, I don't know. I I guess like I get the concept that like oh you just you, you shelled out all your money to be one of this part of this exclusive group that gets in the panel, but like at the same time like. I don't know. I, I I wish I could just watch the trailer again. <laughs> yeah, I pretty well, much I, assumed everything was being like no. five minutes afterwards. Being they used to do that trailer. a lot more. They used to do that. I feel like they well they streamed the panels more, which apparently they weren't doing at all this time. Like the only time before where they would cut away is in the big panel. It'd be like, hey, here's the trailer. They'd cut away so only the people in the room would see it, but not the people at home, obviously. But then now they're not, they didn't even do that this year. Apparently, only certain like non exciting panels that yeah. they streamed uh but yeah it's like you said at danny where it's like i i do think that before they were doing that more we're like okay maybe it would be a few hours later on the same day or like later in the weekend or something but they typically seem like they would release something yeah because I, I remember that was my favorite thing is like you get to see get the emotional adrenaline like being there in person with seeing like the trailer with yeah. like I think they showed like the Ahsoka trailer. That, yeah, they, the they did. Was, See, yeah, they released some of it, but yeah, yeah the Ahsoka one's out there. But like, I I want to see that trailer again, and I can't, even though I was there. Totally. Oh, dude, the one thing actually, and I put out a post on Reddit, and people were like, "Nope, don't think so." But so actually, they opened the very very beginning of this whole panel. They just played a video, and it was just probably like a three minute long edit. And I'd love to fucking find it. Oh yeah, or you know who did it? Or, oh yeah, you know, the, some the way to rewatch it. Cut of all Star Wars. Yeah, like yeah, uh, and I've, and they've they've done those things before though, right? Like I've seen a lot of those videos, but it was one that like hit me different than yeah, like really the, I've ever probably, seen. Like the the only moment that I was actually like brought to tears because like I was just like watching is like that wave of which like fucking Star Wars hit me was this like montage that they showed. Well, just the way that it cut so perfectly back and forth between animation and live action and fucking tell like uh, movies. And it was. Yeah. And so I put out a post on Reddit like, hey, is anybody like did they release that? Does anybody know where to find it? And a bunch of people were like, oh, yeah, same. I would love to watch it again. But but a couple of people said, like, no, I don't think they'll probably release, which it's dumb. It's like, why not? Like, that's that's not anything. There's no secret footage in there. Like, I don't yeah, know. And, so and, that, and that someone I'd love to see. probably put hours into splicing oh, it all together. Like, it's, it's probably fucking weeks, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, like so it's yeah, an incredible edit. Just to show it but, once at a panel, and then uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, anybody, anybody who has contacts at Lucasfilm, <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, the acolyte. I was pretty stoked on that. I was. Yeah, it's a bummer that they didn't show the trailer because it was, and it was a quick trailer. It was like a teaser, you know, maybe minute and a half or whatever it might be. But um, they showed Carrie Ann Moss, fucking Trinity from The Matrix. She's like a badass Jedi, very like samurai vibes. Uh, you know, it's like High Republic, tons of Jedi everywhere. Nightcrawler makes an appearance. Apparently, Nightcrawler is now a Sith, which was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. There was like a weird dark Jedi Sith person who did some weird kind of like, yeah, he did like a Nightcrawler Banff teleport move. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting, but very, very cool. Very hyped for that, even though I don't know. Like, it it makes me want to go get into some of that High Republic novels and comics. I've heard good things. I just haven't. 
until now I haven't had any super big interest to go investigate it. But uh, yeah, that was, that was definitely cool for sure. And just unexpected. Cause I, like I said, I don't know. I had completely forgot that that was even like in production. Isn't it supposed to focus on dark side users or no? Yeah, it's, it's about, so it's like, that's what the gal was saying who I can't remember her name, but the showrunner, she, I can't remember what she said. She said her pitch to Kathleen Kennedy was something like it's frozen plus kill bill. I think it's what she said, uh, which like I've never seen Frozen, but I like Kill Bill, so I'm I'm half on board at least. The guy, the <laughs> the Jaguars fan from uh from the Good Place, what's his name, Manny? Yeah, I, I you said that, but I've never I've never oh, seen he's that. He's hilarious. He's such a funny character, and I guess he's going to be in that too. He was at the yeah. panel. Oh yeah, one of the people in the panel was in a full. The one of the girls that I think she's one of the main characters. She was in a full Padme attack of the clones cosplay and she's like yo this isn't i don't wear this in the show i just wanted to wear this because i'm a big fucking fan basically and like pretty funny um but yeah no nathan it's like so she was talking about it and she said it's it's very much like a sith dark side oriented fucking show where you know it's gonna follow uh because like the jedi are at their peak and the sith have you know it, there's only a handful of them and and it's about like a, a Sith acolyte basically. And it's all a bunch of cloak yeah. and dagger type shit as they're sneaking around and the Jedi try to investigate it. And it looks, I don't I, know, it looks dope. I thought it was interesting is that the guy from squid game, Lee Jung Jae or whatever, he's like, Oh, that I knew I recognized him. He's yeah. going to be a, like, like a, a Jedi master. And I guess he acted the whole thing without really, speaking much english because he yeah because he had a translator on stage yeah that was but he said he would talk on stage like he was speaking obviously in korean and then they were translating but he was talking about how like he grew up being a huge star wars fan and he was super yeah. stoked about it and uh no like yeah <laughs> it was funny like, he, even cool. in like his his native language like it you could tell just how excited he was to be part of star wars yeah you could He's hear it really in his voice actor. He's so good. Absolutely, yeah. You could hear it in his voice, even though you could like, I don't speak Korean, but like, yeah, like you said, you could still tell he was excited. Yeah. It seems to me like lately projects they've been doing, they've been attracting people and hiring people that are super excited to be part and parcel of this. Hell yeah! Well, like, I mean, makes sense. Like, why wouldn't you be? You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like there's probably so many people who are our age or you know a bit older or younger who are like probably got into movies and into acting because of things like star wars i'm sure it's like it's probably yeah like how would you not want to fucking show up to work every day and and put on a star war i think also like john favreau is probably like the most well-connected guy in hollywood so i'm noticing like on the mandalorian it's almost like or Book of Boba Fett or whatever, just like every episode, you've got some A-list person showing up to do one or two episodes, you know? And Yeah, to direct or to act. Yeah. Like, they, they're getting, like, top-tier directors and top-tier actors for sure. Uh, My guy, yeah, Carl I think, Weathers, has turned into quite a show. Oh, dude, Carl, director. yeah. Dude. Carl Weathers has directed some great episodes. No, it, it's it's funny, <laughs> Carl Weathers, is like, I, I basically was like, sitting 10 feet from him because like i got the uh warwick 
Davis uh, autograph and like he was the next booth over. So like it, it was weird just to like see him just like hanging out. Yeah, like, you just like look over street. and he's yeah, he's just chilling, like he's just going, oh, well, like, might be the, the guy I would want to hang out with most. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the lady in front of me, like she said, uh, oh yeah, like I was outside and like I got like Carl Weathers like was just coming towards me and apparently just went out to get a hot dog. And he's like, Hey, what's up? <laughs> right. <laughs> it was not super long ago that Carl Weathers was one of those like guys that always showed up in like I don't know if it was family guy jokes or, you know, but like one of these people that are like famous enough that everyone knows, but then like hadn't done anything in 20 years. And now he's like the top tier of the star Wars universe. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's in arrested development. Uh, yeah, I guess arrested development, (laughs) but that was still, he was still a joke then. Right. Like, no, it was, the joke was not a Carl (laughs) Weathers expense by any fucking means. Well, not at his expense, but it was also a little cheeky. Well, sure. That I mean, yeah, very, very like a silly version of himself. But uh, I and just because it came up so organically, I don't know that he heard me, but I don't can't confirm that he didn't hear me. That when a moment where it's a bit quieter, when uh, the Mando cast is on stage, I I yelled at him, "Baby, we got a stew going." Which, uh, if you're a Arrested Development fan, is a thing that he said because he's obsessed with uh, making stew. He's really so good Matt, at it. Matt's got a emergent track record of just shouting quotes yeah. that, like, aggressively, almost verbally assaulting various people. Yeah, that that basically no one is understanding. Quote. Yeah, last time, yeah, and last time I know, last time I know for a fact that Janina Gavankar fucking heard me because it was dead silent and I was very loud. Uh, uh, she, she, I, I think I, I remember seeing her like react, like, oh, I feel like she at least like turned her head and giggled a little bit. It's not a great yeah. quality video that I have, but uh, she was in the league, and and so I had to shave a blast. And if you know what that means, you know what that means. And if you don't, you probably think that I should have been arrested. Um, but it's fine, it's fine, and it was great. And I, I, I feel like you know. Like I said, I got to at least tell Carl Weathers that, we, that maybe we got a stew going. Um, but yeah, so then that was that was the, the Mando panel was next because it was Carl Weathers and Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, Esposito, excuse me. I feel like I always hear him say his name and I'm like, oh, I've been saying your name wrong for 10 years. Um, he just puts so much fucking extra on it when he says it. Um, but yeah, he was there and John Favreau and Dave Filoni, obviously Katie Sackhoff. I was bummed that Pedro Pascal wasn't there. I was super fucking like excited to see him cause he wasn't there last time. Uh, and there was even a post that on one of those, you know, celebration Facebook groups the night before, like, Oh, Pedro's in London. There was a picture of him and John Favreau in London at this restaurant. And I was like, Oh, he's definitely going to fucking be there. Hey, he sent a little video message or whatever, but yeah, I forgot. Like the the he was in Chicago when they like had the first Mandalorian panel, right? And I, and I don't yeah, think but we, we didn't, didn't make it into it. Yeah, we didn't get into that. We saw that one on like the big, but yeah. even that one, it's like they you know they would at least screen those panels. So yeah, you could go watch it with the big crowd in the big main area. Yeah, that was a bummer. I mean. 
with him and Harrison Ford were the ones I was really hoping might show up, but, um, you know, yeah, they both sent video messages. I was, I was bummed. I was bummed Harrison wasn't there for your sake. We, we were lucky enough to see him come out last year, which was a balls to the wall. (laughs) Fucking crazy. I was crying like a fucking baby, dude. Like it was John Williams, (laughs) 93 year old ass conducting the Indiana Jones theme while Harrison Ford's fucking on stage. Like, it was some some yeah, crazy we, we, shit. You got to witness like an earnest hug between Harrison Ford and John Williams, like that. Oh yeah, Harrison like, Ford gave like a whole little emotional like heart, like for a dude who's like a surly like kind of guy. Like he gave his fucking long like emotional heartfelt speech about like how basically his entire career is owed to John Williams and his music and like yeah, no, it was super cool. Yeah, that that's like one of those moments. Like I feel like I just I didn't deserve to see just it was like wow that this is crazy but yeah so i was i was kind of hoping with the indiana jones that he would be back again but uh man he's 80 i'm pretty sure yeah yeah although he's still kicking ass i mean he looks so good in the in the new indie oh yeah well dude 80 is the new fucking 40 i guess because like we got a buddy glenn who fucking plays basketball with us at uh the elks down here in missoula and he literally i just was at his 80th birthday party a few weeks ago and like he plays basketball fucking three times a week and kicks the ass of people a third of his age <laughs> yeah this is but, good news you gotta have you yeah gotta no develop it's good your hook shot. but <laughs> yeah that's the thing he's got he's got one of these fucking these like wild like you know, old man hook shots, but he's been doing it for 70 fucking years. So it's just lethal. I think that's the key to the old man game is you got to get your shot down that, you know, the yeah, shot that you got uses that one part of your body that can't be blocked. That's what I'm saying, dude. That's my, that's that hook shot, but You're like kick it up with your heel and it goes in. Yep. And everyone's like, what was that? But it scored. Yeah. You shoot yep. from, from your, your waistline at half yeah, court. Shoot that's from, the other one. Shoot. Shoot from the hip, baby. Yeah. <laughs> All through. But I think the reason he's still do able to do it at 80 is because he fucking does it three to four to five times a week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's got muscle memory. Like me and Chris went and played soccer last week in a like outdoor seven on seven league, and we've been playing indoors, but like holy fuck, the amount of running that we were doing on an outdoor field, like I was dead for three days afterwards. I'm like, oh my God, like I thought I was in shape, like turns out not even close. Uh yeah, but uh Mando, that was fun. That was cool. Oh shit. Yeah, that that was a wild ride this season. Yeah. Oh I- well, yeah. So we I mean, just to like stick with the panel though, like they came out, they talked a bit, they showed what did oh, they showed the first maybe six or eight minutes of what would have been, you know, the next week's episode. So that was what Friday. So four or five days probably beforehand. Uh, and then kind of like last year in that panel, which was the Obi-Wan in that case, this time they said, uh, Hey, if you guys come back tonight, your wristband, will get you back in here. And, and, uh, get to watch the i guess that would have been the seventh episode the 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 what do they call that penultimate yeah penultimate episode yeah (laughs) but yeah so we came we got to come back um 
Friday night and and watch that episode, which was super dope. Uh, it was cool. The whole cast and crew came in uh, that were there. And that was funny, actually, because it just happened to be where we were sat. Uh, oh, yeah, we, like, met a, a kid that we're uh, buddies with now from fucking Ireland named Chris. He was super cool. We just, like, ended up in line with him and fucking chilled with him for most of that day, actually, at the panels. Um, and But, yeah, anyway, so we came back and we just where it happened to be set uh chris if you're listening we hope that everything went okay with your ex (laughs) yeah you guys did not a little worried about you there yeah well yeah he said he had an ex on the prowl for him like like bought tickets for the thing together before they split up and then she still went even though she's not a star wars fan i was like oh it sounds like she's out here trying to fucking yeah, and then one Re- night he was going to hang out with us, but... and he said, I got to hang out with a friend. And it's Ooh, like, uh, I didn't even, actually, I never even put that I together. Like, oh, so who knows? Who knows? I don't know about that. We, we got to, we, you know, thought, thoughts and prayers for our boy, T's and P's. And uh, but, but uh, yeah, so the, just where we happened to be set, because at the premiere that evening, John Favreau and everybody came back out, and they said, hey, you know, thanks for coming, blah, blah, blah. And you know, don't record that type of stuff. And then they started it. And then once the lights went down and it started, they all snuck in so they could watch it. And they just happened to come in the door that was like sitting right next to us. So they all walked within like, I don't know, literally eight or 10 feet of us. Because at first when they came in, I was like, who are these fucking rude motherfuckers coming in in the like shit just started bro you don't know like you get out of the way hey. <laughs> yeah fucking down in front like and it, but it's like john favreau has a pretty um like he's fucking you know he's like a, a bigger dude and he's, he's got really hair and yeah well he's just like he's got a silhouette that's somewhat recognizable and and like john carlo had his little fucking uh like it's kind of like a heisenberg hat actually that he was wearing and and I was like, oh, sh-. the hat is what made me notice. I was like, oh, shit. And they all literally walked right in front of us, uh, right by us, and then went and sat down. And they all dipped out maybe two or three minutes before it ended. And then, again, they walked right by us, and I made, like, awkward eye contact with at least John Favreau and Giancarlo in the what dark, they, just, like, what they staring at them. They called those hats back in Creeping? the days when oh. Everyone used to make fun of fedoras and people would be like, it's not a fedora, it's a pork pie hat or something. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I think pork, I think I've heard that pork pie. Because the fedoras are more like proper, like gangster, like wider brim. Yeah, I mean, I think, Matt, you're you're establishing the neckbeard credentials pretty good here. Oh, 100%. Hundo P, I definitely have one, but it's like, you know, it's not a pork pie at least. Let's see, a fedora brims are 2.5. But here's the thing. Yeah, see, hey, 2.5 inches is a lot. Yeah, whereas pork pie are less than 2.5 <laughs> inches. Look, look, I can make 2.5 inches seem like a lot. Well, pork pies can be snapped up around the entire circumference. So. Oh, gross. Yeah, no, that's like a Jason Mraz. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, no, like I'm only rocking the fedora like when I'm wearing I mean, a, like a, Indiana a, a pork pie. That would have been no, a, no, that that's what I'm saying. So don't be sitting over here having modeled your entire life after Indiana Jones and then be talking shit about fedoras. But I'm pretty sure that Giancarlo was wearing a pork pie. Oh, he was his again. I'll give him it was more of a Heisenberg. It might have been like a 1.75 inch. You know what I mean? I don't know. It was quite a, it yeah. was more of a 
less of a pork pie, more of a Heisenberg. And I feel like of anybody, he's earned the right to wear a Heisenberg hat and get away with it. I've but, never yeah, heard anyway. of a pork pie hat before. Yeah, it's like the little Jason Mraz, like douchey, yeah. like early 2000s. Like if you were early 2000s douche, you definitely yeah. had one. Okay. Um, no, I, I but like it I said, up, I I'm only. Now. Yeah, I'm yeah. only, only going to rock a Fedar with like a full fucking suit. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not half assed it. Out Wikipedia here. says that Brian Cranston's character Walter White wears a pork pie hat. No, but yeah, like, okay, but it's not the same. You can, you, you can agree it's not the same kind of fucking pork pie as like a Jason Mraz. Yeah, it's more of a pork tart or something. You know? Yeah, it's like it. Yeah, I mean, come on, don't, don't do your boy like that. <laughs> it's like an odd job hat, but with a flat top. Yeah, and I think yeah, that's the thing. I I, I think those hats are fine. I just think that there's been a uh, group of very white twenty to thirty year old dudes that yeah, really they've got like, a bad yeah. rep. They've got yeah. a bad rep for sure. I mean, in the yeah. Anyway, we can move on from hats. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but. You can order. You can order your Holland Snorks. Holland yeah, we're Snorks, sponsored Holland by Snorks brand pork pie hats. At our we're sponsored by Mraz. Oh, the pies. link in the bio. We're sponsored by Mraz and Son pork pies. <laughs> uh, click the link in the description for twenty percent off your first order. Are guaranteed to be less than two point five inches. So. Guaranteed. You order within the next <laughs> two to four hours, you get fifty percent off. Fuck. Yeah, uh, you're lo- you're losing money by not getting this deal. Exactly. Use the promo code Matt. <laughs> Use the promo code. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> God damn it! All right. Yeah. So the other thing I forgot about was Skeleton Crew, which they announced last time. And I don't know. Maybe I don't think they released that fucking trailer either, did they? I haven't seen it. I don't think so. Yeah. No. No, they didn't. And- which that. Did did you hear about like Jude Law and like wh- how what his role is at all? I think I spoiled that in our group chat. Okay. Yeah. Because I mm. again I was just assuming they were gonna fucking show put out the trailer, but uh, I guess it's just I feel like it's chaperone. not really a. It would appear to be chaperone. I I feel like this isn't really a big spoiler. If they're putting it in the very first trailer, I feel like it's not something they're really trying to hide. I guess if you really don't want to be fucking spoiled anything about it, you can, like, close your ears. But, like, they show at the end that he's a Jedi. And this is post-Return of the... Like, this is Mando timeline. It's going to tie in with Ahsoka and Mando and all the other uh, shows that are of that timeline. So it'll be super interesting to see where they go. It's the one that's, like... Goonies, like Stranger Things kind of vibes, where it's it's about a bunch of kids. I think there's what three or four kids uh, that are I don't know, 10, 12, whatever, however fucking old they are. And then Jude Law, like Will said, is kind of the the person that gets roped into being their chaperone, and and I, I it, like they so. all. It seems like yeah, they all kind of fucking run off and run away from home and then their parents are trying to find him and somehow they get yeah it's very uh, stranger things-esque maybe a little bit younger than the yeah yeah. schoolers but yeah well it's all it's also funny too because i know we've talked before about how like sometimes it feels like as much as i love all these things that like the formula seems to be 
a kid or now kids and then a mismatched adult character running around the universe. It's like Clone Wars. That's a lot. Ahsoka. This is the prequel of speeder kids. Yeah. Yeah, but like those are grown. Those are just annoying adults. Yeah, what, what's but, like? There's there like a term like they have like wolf and bear cub or something like lone wolf and cub. Yeah, w- yeah, wolf yeah, and yeah, cub. yeah. Well, that's like literally what Mando is based on, right? And it's yeah. like so you have because you have Clone Wars with Ahsoka, you have Rebels with Ezra, you have Mando with Baby Yoda. Now it's the skeleton crew with uh, uh, literally like three or four kids. Yeah. So. I'm not again, and it's like start turns out Star Wars is for kids. Like there's an old interview clip from George Lucas that makes arounds every once in a while. I've seen it pop up on like TikTok a few times where it's him talking about uh just like how angry people get when they're when they grow up and then they want the movies to be all like tough guy, like Clint Eastwood movies, and they don't want there to be like humor and like little kids stuff. And he's like, but they're for kids. Like, that's why I made it. It's four kids. And and he talks about how in the very first movie, how much people fucking hated R2 and 3PO. And it was just like, oh, this fucking little kid comic relief bullshit. It's like all the same shit they've said about fucking Jar Jar Banks and literally insert whatever, right? Any, yeah. Anything that they've ever done that people didn't like. Uh, and yeah, it's just funny because I think that's like a good perspective as much as I love it and as much as I get invested in and whatever about it. Like, like at the end of the day, it's like it's children's fucking entertainment. And, <laughs> and you know, that that level of perspective, I think, is helpful as far as how much and when I choose to get fired up about it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a great show for adults. But I mean, it's a little. But, okay, to, to I will quote. I tr- I have a lot of trust in Dave Filoni. I feel like he's earned or earned it over many years and almost decades at this point. And I will quote him from last year's panel about the same thing because they came out and they introduced it and they really had nothing to show other than talk about the idea and who's and that like, hey, Jude Law is in it. And they go after everybody said their whole speech. I think it's a guy who directed last few Spider-Man movies is making it John Watts. Um, And then Dave Filoni goes like, I just want to say too, at the end of that, that, you know, like, Oh yeah, it's a kid's show. And, uh, but you know, people said Clone Wars was a kid's show. And I just want to remind everybody, like we cut people's heads off in Clone Wars. (laughs) Yeah. yeah like all right like I, I i believe you dave like i believe it's not gonna be all all fucking like sunshine and rainbows yeah it's like i i think it'll be kind of kid not oriented but like i think it'll be as as much of a kid show as clone wars is to like i don't know i, I don't know you know what it kind of kind of reminds me of those lego free maker adventures Shorts. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I gotta be honest. I enjoyed the shit out of that. Like, I liked them. Oh, this was silly as fuck. It's not canon, but it's like, I don't know, man. I would like have a fucking some beer. That, some of the stuff like was bit. actually cool enough that like I almost wish they were like live action characters or characters that came up in like one of the animated series and like other than Lego. Yeah, well, dude, I mean, and perfect example is something like Resistance, where, like, probably the the least popular thing that's been put out since Disney has taken over, like, 
is it silly as fuck? Is it extra corny? Is it extra for kids? Probably, but like it's enjoyable in a different type of way than to sit down and watch. Like, dude, Andor is incredible, but like it's intense. It's a very different type of enjoyment. And, and it's funny because like I, I feel like Rebels now, I, I, everyone says is like their hands down favorite animated series. Like, not everybody, but, like a lot of people I talk to. Well, yeah, it's flipped. Like, while I was watching it, I remember like how much people sh- like just Bro, shat on it people it like shit some, on it so yeah. much yeah so much it's it is it's nice to see i think i have like equal feelings about it where like i really it's really nice to see it finally getting all the fucking credit that it genuinely deserves but it's yeah. also like like you said just kind of that thing of of well you got you guys were fucking shitting on it for seven years and then now all of a sudden it's it's the best piece of star wars and it's it's up there for me it's a great yeah. great piece I think, of star wars i think my trepidation is actually not about the show but about the thing and there were a few things like this at celebration it's like why are we bringing a 5 year old on stage in front of 5000 people and then like interviewing them like well, i mean active. to be fair yeah they're like 10 but yeah still still weird still like expecting them to like answer adult ass actor interview questions like i'm sure they still yeah, have to do that cringy. yeah for sure but like i mean i don't know it, it's cringy know. for us but like if you're a kid there like is it kind of cool to see yeah. someone your they, age they seem stoked like the kids so the kids the kids who were in yeah that too right but like the, the kids, kids answers were, were like so what's it what's it like to be up here and the kids are like oh i'm afraid yeah, but okay, true. But at the same time, okay, like those three kids that were up there, yeah, that was all true in terms of the interview. But then they showed the trailer and they're like, this is the first time these kids have seen, like they haven't seen, the cast hasn't seen the trailer either. And so then they got to watch everybody watch it and they were fucking jumping up and down and like, you know what I mean? They were so stoked. So I'm sure it was like pretty fun at the same time for them. Yeah. And this yeah, is Skeleton Crew. Yeah, yeah, Skeleton Crew. Yeah, like you, you, there's basically the the three protagonists are like kids between the ages of like ten and twelve and Jude Law. Yeah, and that was like the panel that they had. They during that panel, that's like who was on stage talking. Right. Yeah, Jude Law came out as well. Well, I think he came out first, and then the kids came out. Um, but yeah, so that that panel again, like that's probably the thing I'm least hyped about, but I'm. I'm more interested in it now after having watched the trailer at least um, than they did than Ahsoka. I wasn't really expecting much from Ahsoka considering there was a whole fucking Ahsoka panel the next day, but that was pretty cool. Um, we also had the the film announcements too. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, on the Ahsoka one, they brought out. Let's see. Yeah, Rosario Dawson as well as the people who are playing Sabine and Hera in live action. And they showed a little bit of that as well. That I guess that is the one that they did release, like you said. So that one, I guess we've seen a few times. Then they brought out a whole fuckload of creatures from, uh, was it Neil Scanlon, I think, is the guy in charge of the creature shop. And that was kind of a cool little in-between thing. And then, yeah, like you, like Will said, they – Kathleen Kennedy came back out and they announced just like a whole new timeline, essentially, which like they've done before, right? Like they've came out and announced a bunch of things that yeah. maybe didn't was it, necessarily. Weren't there like, like 
10 or 11 projects that they announced at one panel, like at D23 a couple of years ago. Like they've, they've technically announced quite a few things. I don't, I don't know the exact number, but yeah, like you said, they've announced quite a few things that then didn't come to fruition and are maybe still happening. Maybe not. Like she commented about a lot of it in interviews about like Ryan Johnson trilogy. And in that case, she said it's basically just down to his schedule. Cause like yeah. he's super busy and they kind of, you know, it seems like but, they, they treat the directors kind of like the stock market or it's like, they're like, who's hot. Yeah. Whoever's hot. hot. And if they cool off at all, they just like cut them loose yeah. and don't move. That happened. With that project. happened with um the the Game of Thrones guys. They hired them before the end of season eight, and then season eight happened, and then magically that just disappeared. Uh, this year supposedly- we get an announcement that you know uh, Dave Filoni's got a film. We've got the Daniels from the Everything Everywhere All at Once. We've got uh, Mangold doing a prequel. And well, I think the Daniels are doing an episode of one of the shows. I think. Oh, that's, is that it? Yeah, because because James Mangold has a movie, like you said, that's earlier. It's like a. I think they said it's going to be like the dawn of the Jedi, like twenty five thousand years before the the you know Skywalker era, um, and then like you said, Dave Filoni is getting the kind of avengers team up movie that's gonna culminate all these mandalorian era shows they said that's not coming for like maybe six years though uh we've got we've got a super sequel coming with daisy ridley as the luke skywalker kind of a thing yeah and they fucking brought daisy back out on stage and and that was pretty cool to see um i'm glad they're bringing her back honestly like i have my gripes about some of those movies but you know, ultimately, I really, I do enjoy the sequel trilogy. Rise of Skywalker has its its cringy moments, but like a lot of great moments too. And and I will say, like, also the sequel trilogy is what has gotten me so full force back heavily into Star yeah. Wars as an adult. Like, I never wasn't into it, but like after Clone Wars kind of ended, and I was like, there's no more new Star Wars that's ever gonna happen. And I just like it wasn't as present in my life. And then all of a sudden, like. Disney took over and they started making these movies and like we started going to celebrations and I'm like, I, I, I very, I, you know, so I, there's also a lot of appreciation for me for those movies for all those reasons. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I actually did like watch a uh, rise of Skywalker again this weekend. Just, just out of like, I, I don't think I actually give it a, gave it a fair watch since like I actually saw it in theaters and like, or like maybe one or two, or like since it like the year it came out and like it's actually not bad as bad as i remember because <laughs> like i i was very uh i don't know just left wanting from it i uh, i the first five minutes of rise of skywalker i was like what what the fuck and by the time i left the theater i was like that was awesome yeah and then it was like the conversation settling and people kind of shift your perceptions and then like, yeah, I hate, like everyone, I hate somehow Palpatine returned. But that's like, the moment. That's the yes. hard. It's the, it's the meme. It's the most memed thing, right? For a but reason. The final sequence of Rise of Skywalker to me is awesome. I yeah. love it. I think it's such an emotional, powerful ending. I mean, I do think Space Horses got a little out of control. Yeah. Again, you know? yeah. No, and, and it, we have our, our fun about Space Horses, but. 
Like, the, I, there's no – and Danny and I were talking about this in London recently where it's like there, there's no Star Wars movie, at least. Uh, maybe, like, now with th- TV projects like Andor, I don't know if I can say, like, just across the board. But there's at least no Star Wars movie of the nine movies, certainly, that doesn't have at least one or several cringy moments. In yeah, there there's me. like a lot of cringy, like – you go like back that's to part of it and it's like okay there's some silly fucking stuff in there oh dude like <laughs> the fucking in return of the jedi my all-time favorite movie the fucking part in the uh uh special edition which is the canon edition it's like basically you know the only oh i know nathan you know you were talking about some other ones that might be out there but uh but like as far as what you can watch and like get on disney plus and this canon and everything else like that is the special edition, which has the fucking extra extended Jabba's Palace music video number. And it's so <laughs> fucking corny. It's the most cornball shit you've ever seen in your entire fucking life. And I used to like look away and be so, so like, my Come on, dude, size, whole... size noodles. Yeah, size <laughs> noodles, man. That's the, I... that's the peak performance of the next <laughs> But now, but about. that's the thing. It's like now I enjoy it. Like I learned to like, I love it, and now it's like one of the parts I look forward to, and it just makes me fucking laugh hysterically yeah. now. Instead, of, so it's like, like you said, I think that's that's part of the fabric of Star Wars that there's parts of it that you're gonna, and then we can have ridiculous, <laughs> long, fucking winded debates about it. And that was the funny thing, like when we met this kid, Chris. That was like one of the first things that we started fucking diving into was like, well, what about riding Skywalker? And oh yeah, this thing and all that thing. And yeah, this was kind of bullshit, but that part was good. And like, I don't know, man, like that's, that's what we, that's the whole oh, point. Right. And, and that's the thing, even with like Palpatine's return and like the rise of Skywalker, I'm like, I'm thinking like he's less of like who he actually was in return of the Jedi and more of like a, a puppet of what, of just like force energy. And it's like, it's not really like these, he's back like it, it actually like i'm like okay this is i can i can get on board with this yeah it's like a reanimated zombie corpse like i yeah. think it's cool like i just i i wish the one biggest probably thing i wish the most is just that they would have done something with him coming back having a reveal on screen that beyond like because apparently because they reference <laughs> it in the in the opening crawl they reference the fact that palpatine put out like a hollow video out to whatever the hollow net right the basically their internet uh out to the galaxy just like a video dropped and he was like yo what's up i'm back motherfuckers and they (laughs) reference it they literally reference it in the opening crawl like the dead speak right like that's what they're talking about and this part i just find so silly to this day but apparently that that this happened and it happened in oh, the yeah. game Fortnite. Yeah. That that like the place they chose, the only place they chose to ever show that reveal and that hollow video that he sent out was if you happen to be playing Fortnite during that time and there was a place you could go and and yeah. that I mean, happened in a, in the video oh, game and nowhere else ever like why? Why not open the movie with that? Yeah, like just we, a creepy, a, crackling. I fucking, think we like, need a director's cut of. I think there was some corporate mumbo jumbo that kind of fucked that movie. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I would like to see the director's cut. It's like just the yeah. Fortnite thing still kills. It's just like 
it's, it, like you just know just that was some marketing. fucking marketing. Yeah. yeah, you know that was some fucking guy in marketing. He's like, well, the kids love Fortnite. Ugh. We're gonna do like, promo on Minecraft. Yeah, and it's like, dude, that's this is like arguably one of the most pivotal moments in this entire. What it, what do you call a trilogy of trilogies? Is there a word for that? Uh, try saga. Sure. Yes. Yeah, the whole saga. But like, yeah, I don't know. So it, it's funny though, because now I've managed to just like rope us back into a fucking debate about it. <laughs> and honestly, maybe that's one of the reasons play the like, hits, I, I'm more know? forgiving of Rise of Skywalker, knowing that they are actually going to kind of continue the story and make more movies after. Like, yeah, well, so. that was one of the things they, uh, there was a big rumor about a few months ago was that they wanted to do uh, some sequel movies with. Ray and Grogu, like a grown up, because that would be like another 40, 50 years down his adult, you know, down his growth. Uh, and he'll be <laughs> more, another, you know, more of an adult. Another, because uh, supposedly Yoda is a Jedi master by around 100. So if he's yeah. 50, so like that would make sense that he would be able to talk and like do more shit. Uh, so, like, that was the idea that the rumor was about was Ray and Grogu kind of building a new Jedi Order, which, like, I don't know, man, like, sounds all right. I'm, I'm, sounds all right to me. Yeah. Grogu talking is going to freak me the fuck out. Yeah. Like, the, the whole Yoda species <laughs> process is really um, bu- bugging me right now. <laughs> Cause he, if he's 50 years old and he's like maybe like a two or three year old. Right. Yeah, it's and gonna like be weird. 50, like I think like, they're. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they've had a lot of talks about how to how to cross the bridge of him starting to talk and like yeah. they've they've kind of creeped towards it this season with his uh, yes and no buttons. <laughs> but uh, he can talk as much as a dog can talk at this point. But um, yeah, and like they've kind of hinted with with his like scenes with like Ahsoka in the previous season that like he he does yeah. a lot more cognitive function than you maybe he lost like. his ability to communicate or something yeah. but uh oh okay so there is a word for it it's called a nonology nonology n o n o l o g y nonology yeah uh, i'm sorry that i know that no <laughs> no it's a fucking cool thing to know bitch it, it, be glad what what it, like is there a better nonology in is in there cinema? another nonology at all <laughs> i don't like know how uh, many I, I think sharknado is pretty pretty i, th- I think they're at seven or eight and then uh um, there i was gonna say are there nine yeah but it's like okay here's I think they're at 10 yeah but that's okay but that, that's the question is is just doing nine movies in the same series one through nine does yeah. that still count because it's like the three trilogies in Star Wars are arguably like three separate yeah. story arcs, whereas like Fast and Furious, it, it's like oh, yeah. not necessarily trilogies. It's just a, if that makes yeah, but sense. But I think if I, I understand know. that correctly, nonology is just like the root for the word nine. So it's like I a don't know, bro. Quadrilogy, or you know, it's like well, if there were four of them. It's a trilogy. I don't think it refers to three trilogies. I think it's just (laughs) I don't know, dude. It's the internet, not me. I didn't make it up. Uh, But yeah, that was the end of the panel. Was them making all those big movie announcements, and uh, yeah, it was it was quite a bit that they packed into that that 
two and a half hours or whatever it was. Um, yeah. And Danny, I know you said something about a little bit ago, like uh, about kind of this celebration overall versus the other ones. And I don't know, definitely, especially the first day, like when we first came out of that panel, it definitely felt pretty fucking chaotic and like yeah. jam packed and, and crap. I don't know. Just like, everything felt super condensed and, and tight in all the corridors and just like cows fucking getting herded through. Yeah. Uh, not, not that it, it was like bad. Cause like there was some chaos to every other so- celebration I've been at. Oh, for sure. But for, for some reason, like the corridors and just like the space you had, like didn't seem optimized. Well, it was just a weird different, like I feel like the other places it's been, where typically the main area was mostly one big giant main area. Yeah. And, you know, obviously sectioned off into different things, but uh, this one was like the play, the way it was set up is like, you know, one big gigantic hall with like food courts and shit down the whole length of the entire middle of the thing that splits it in half. And then on either side of that is two, you know, decent sized spaces that were separated completely by this giant open fucking food court space. So it just like all the stuff that they crammed into either side was just, I don't know. It felt like you said, it felt a lot more jam packed and and like sardines in a can than previous times where there was a lot more room where a lot more shit was spread out. And I feel like at, at other ones they'd probably had because it was more open and spread out, they had more, prop displays and yeah. setups and things it just it all felt pretty packed in but yeah and I, I don't know if this was a good or a bad thing but it, it felt harder just to get like lost and like consumed by like all the star wars stuff going on around you right like yeah, i feel like every like... time like we separated within like another 20 25 minutes we would like just run randomly running each other. oh yeah it wasn't enough sure. like there's only so many areas you could actually like just wander around in. it did feel smaller by a decent amount yeah and i don't know if that's just like maybe there was less people in because it's europe or something but i don't know or maybe there's just no bigger you know what i mean it's yeah. like maybe just because we're fucking america and we do shit yeah. big that like maybe we <laughs> just have bigger and convention that, centers and that was another thing i don't know if it's just because like i'm used to like the reception i saw like when like almond best appeared for the first time in years or like uh Hayden christensen where there was just like this resounding standing ovation where like you couldn't hear anything like i expected that when like ray came on to the like daisy really came on the stage and like yeah there yeah, was like there a were cheers. cheer but it wasn't like but again, the the auditorium I felt like was so much smaller. Like yeah, the the the, um, the one that we saw it in last year was a fucking proper auditorium. The one yeah. we saw it in this time was, you know, I think they said there was forty five hundred seats. It was a very, it was more almost movie theater size. Yeah, I think it's the difference between like a basketball arena type place versus just like a yeah a big conference room. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas, like, uh, I think where we are in Chicago was, like, literally a sports arena. Yeah, like you said. Yeah, like, almost a basketball arena yeah. set up. But, yeah. I mean, turns out, fucking America does it better. Number one, yeah. baby. 
Japan in 2025. So start Yo, saving up. Yeah. Yep. So that that'll be interesting. I mean, I, I, I this is the thing. It's like, like I said, I, I, a year ago when they announced it was London, I, we all were like, oh, definitely not. And then it managed <laughs> to happen. So I can't sit here and say with, for certain, with two years to plan and save. It's hard for me to say no, right? Like I, 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 I'm gonna start planning like it's gonna happen, but also yeah. like from what I've fucking seen, uh, tickets are not cheap. So, <laughs> yeah. Again, two years is a lot. A lot can happen in two years. You know what I mean? I can sit here right now and say that I hope that in two years it's gonna happen, and, and a lot can fucking change in two years in in everybody's life, but. <laughs> Uh, I'm planning on it happening at this point, and it's Chris said that uh, his him and Heather literally were already planning to go to Japan in early 2025 anyway. So this just this just <laughs> confirms the dates that they're gonna go. Basically, is what he said. That's um, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And then my my uh my girlfriend's down, Nadine, and uh our two friends that live here and that we moved to Delaware with, basically. Uh, they're they're down so like oh yeah two years to save I, I i don't know i'm i don't want to like say like it's definitely gonna happen but i'm gonna plan my but, life you know it, tickets are gonna... tickets are cost about so i think i paid about 700 dollars round trip from montana for to go to london which is not cheap but you yeah. know fucking paypal split it up into four little chunks not too bad so it's really only arguably about double that price and if i could yeah. make that happen on like not much time's notice. I feel like there's a possibility of, you know, being able to. It's too, like I said, a lot can fucking happen in two yeah. years. Yeah. And like, I, I'm honestly like, if, if it's Japan, like, I probably will only buy like maybe one, two days tops. I don't think I'll do th- three days just because, like, well, it's only three days this time out. Yeah. So I'll probably just buy the first day. I, I don't know. It, once I'm there, I'll probably get another day. And then, like, I think that's the thing. If 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 I'm able to go, I want to be able to almost do what we did this time, where oh yeah, you know, have a couple days to go to the convention, at least two, maybe three, and then you know, several days to, especially in a place like that, where you know, I've been lucky enough growing up that Will and I got to tag along on a few trips to London with uh my dad and his work, and so I was lucky enough to to have already experienced that a certain amount. So it wasn't as, I didn't feel like as much needed to run off and do certain, you know, go see certain things or whatever it might be. Whereas in a place like Japan, it's all going to be completely fucking brand new. And you want to, like you said, you want to be able to take the time to explore and go to, you know, other parts of it and, and see different things. And so I think that's, if I'm able to go, I think I'm, I'll be in the same boat of, you know, wanting to take at least, I think Chris said if they were going to go, they're going to maybe try to take like two weeks or something. I'm not trying to do that necessarily, yeah. probably more like, you know, a, a couple of days on either side of the convention, but yeah, like I, I try to do at least a week if I can. Yeah. Sort of like I think probably days, like but, how yeah. we did it this time, right? If it's like, if it's seven days and three of them are the convention, you know, okay, you've got two yeah. travel days and it gives you maybe two or three days at least. Maybe a little, maybe eight or nine days would be better. But I also, as I experienced this time where 
after about seven days, I'm like, you know what? This has been amazing, but I would like to get the fuck home and see my animals and sleep in my bed. Yeah, that's that's another key factor is just the the pups, the kids at home. <laughs> right. But yeah, Will, I know you probably got a fucking buggy. Um, so I mean, yeah, yeah I just switched over. I'm now I'm on my phone here and getting my shoes on and all that. So yeah, no worries. Well, I mean, we we've kind of that was pretty much like the 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 experience. Uh, we kind of covered the whole panels and all the big reveals. I feel like um, if you want, yeah, we can fucking celebration and rundown. Yeah, and that maybe next time we can fucking dig through. Dig through all the shows we have been lacking yeah, on think, on talking about. Yeah, I think the last time we we talked was it like the beginning of Andor or was it even that? I think yeah, it was like because it might have been like the beginning of football season or something. Yeah. I, can't I don't remember, think we talked about Andor or Mandalorian pretty much whatsoever. No, no, I don't, I don't think, think at all because it was definitely before. Yeah, it might have been. It was before Andor. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Either like, like last celebration or maybe. Yeah. Maybe we did like a football draft one. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, yeah. We'll kind of talk about what's Star Wars out in the universe and then. Fuck yeah. Well, there's next. a lot. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah. I think, I think, it, well, it's just crazy. Dude. We've been actually doing it for six years now, which is wild. Uh, and it's funny because, yeah, the first, <laughs> the first year, we, I think we put like 30 or 39, 35, 39, something like that straight out and then you know life happens and gets in the way but yeah hopefully we can uh do a little more often turns out going to celebration is down a little bit over the years yeah (laughs) but turns out going to celebration always always gets gets you know lights a fire under our ass to do it more because you know it's fun yep hopefully uh we do more between now and uh japan (laughs) but (laughs) Oh, I plan on it. I plan yeah, on annual it. Annual one episode. <laughs> no, but like like I said, I plan on to just keep doing it and like whoever because it's tough to coordinate, you know, five schedules in, in all these different places and time zones and whatever. So I feel like we can just do it and who can jump on and, and uh fucking keep after it and you know. Yeah, I like this format. Fuck yeah. Well, good to talk to you boys. Uh, we'll fucking, uh, we'll get into, I, I got a lot to say, turns out about, about <laughs> all of it. So that's one thing we can always count on. Matt's never encountered a topic. He doesn't have some, something to say. Yeah. Oh, I don't need to know anything about a topic to have opinions on it. Don't worry. Well, I'm the same way. The less I know, the better. <laughs> yeah when i when i'm held down by information and knowledge it really it really hamstrings my ability to process complicate things you know yeah exactly you, weighs you me weighs you me can't down bullshit if you know the facts like it's it's yeah, yeah. exactly plausible deniability <laughs> all right well all i right, guess boy. we'll wrap up hopefully uh we'll back next week and uh weeks after we'll see what happens see ya see you soon boys Take care. Bye.